Now, tell me about your father. City Councilling on 95BFM, our weekly chat with the good people of Auckland Council. The White Lady food truck has recently had its licence extended by 12 months by the Auckland Council. This came after weeks of tension due to a complaint made against the White Lady by a store that operates nearby it. The store complained about rubbish being left on the street and of drunk customers loitering nearby. This led to the White Lady having its licence restricted, which received major backlash to the council for punishing struggling local businesses. I've had a chat with Auckland City Councillor Pippa Coombe about the licence being properly renewed, as well as various other efforts that are being in place to revitalise the city centre. Well, I think what happened was that there were some complaints about um, litter and customer sort of management and what was going on on the footpath around the White Lady. So it did lead to a bit of an investigation around the licence. I know it created a lot of uncertainty for Max and the team at the White Lady um, about whether their licence would be renewed. Um which was very difficult for them and, you know, it's not helpful to have that uncertainty when you're running a business. Um, but the, the good news is that um, a lot of the issues have been resolved and um, the licence is going to be renewed for another year. A big part of this was talking about the rubbish that the White Lady had created around its space. Do you think that this rubbish created by restaurants should be the responsibility of the restaurants to take care of or the council or perhaps pushing more effort towards making sure that the customers take care of their own trash? Well, um, the white lady's probably in a bit of a diff- different situation than your standard um, hospital establishment because it is a street trading licence that's out on the footpath. Um, so there are different conditions about the, the um, white lady having to have responsibility for what happens with the litter and providing bins um, because, you know, the, the takeaways are being eaten outside on the footpath. But I think it has highlighted, say, anomalies with other other fast food or takeaway um, where you see their litter as well on the, on the footpath. So, yeah, I would like to think that council officers are treating all businesses equally and ensuring that, you know, the conditions are, are what fits right for um, the environment that the business is operating in. This has kind of sparked a bigger conversation about local food establishments in general, but first I will start with food trucks. There are a lot of restrictions that you need to get through to have a food truck existing on the streets, not just specifically in festivals and things like that. Are there any goals of the councils to maybe loosen up these restrictions? Because if we want to see more of these kinds of establishments coming through, then perhaps we should see it easier for people to be setting up these sorts of trucks and establishments. Is it very easy for people to do that right now? Well, the White Lady is quite exceptional. It's a, you know, it's iconic part of the city centre and it's been around for 75 years. So, you know, we absolutely want to find a place for the White Lady to be able to continue operating and providing a service that's really appreciated and loved. In terms of encouraging more food trucks, you've got the tension with businesses that are paying rent, paying a lot of start-up costs. Um, so it's not necessarily, no, I don't think necessarily that the businesses in the city centre or heart of the city would be supporting a big influx of, of food trucks into um, public spaces because 
it doesn't it's not really a level playing field for for the existing businesses who've got all of those costs that they've got to cover so you know I think there's a place for food trucks but um, whether that's the mix that we need in the city centre right now when you know we want to get people back and into established businesses and and those ones that are you know adding to the vibrancy of the city centre um, and are there for kind of the long haul that it's just getting that mix right and I I think that's for you know, the like heart of the city to be part of that conversation. We've definitely been seeing a lot of conversations recently about that, about getting people back into established food places and enjoying the vibrancy of Auckland Central. This has been going on, this conversation has been going on for a good few months now. Has the council been able to see any changes in getting people back into Auckland's city centre? Um, well, there's definitely been an upturn in foot traffic. So the foot traffic is closely monitored and um, so that's a good sign and you know people have been coming back in because of the events that we've been having in the city centre you know we had through Matariki and City of Colour um, and it was definitely an upturn in people coming back and I just think with the better weather and the half price fares continuing you know it's all adding to, to, to people wanting to come back in into town. There was a little bit of conversation with the City of Colour instalments about the cost that it incurred to put them up there. I think that it was around, this number is not substantiated at all, but around $39,000. And some people believe that this funds could have gone towards something else, towards maybe pedestrianising Queen Street or providing better infrastructure. How do you respond to these claims? Do you think that the art installations were worthy in getting people back into the city centre? Yeah, well, the funding came comes from a mix of sources and partly it was city centre targeted rate, which the, the businesses and residents of the city centre pay. Um, so I think it was good value for money and that um, it was one of the most positive things that Auckland Council's ever staged. So the, I think it got like 85% approval across social media. Um, there was a definite upturn in foot traffic. Um, so I haven't, you know, I think it was a really positive event that, that got put on during the winter months and I, I would hope to see it back. What sort of responses have you seen from local businesses recently because they've obviously been struggling for a very, very long time? Are they feeling more confident now than in recent months or is there still some work that you think needs to be done? Uh, I really appreciate that, that safety and crime is still top of mind and there's you know, a real need to get on top of that and, um, you know, and it's being helped by the police presence, like we're saying, more um, police patrols. Um, but generally, uh, the, the feedback I'm getting is encouraging. For example, the chief executive of Coopers and Co, you know, from Britomart, is you know cautiously optimistic and and um, really positive about the ongoing changes we're seeing in the city centre and um, particularly around the projects that are now coming to fruition. So, for example, you know the the scaffolding's coming down on the old CPO building the Britomart building that fronts onto Tukomitutanga opposite Commercial Bay and that's just going to look amazing when the, the, the buildings, the front of the buildings all opened up and we can really see the square properly for the first time. We are also seeing a lot of construction right now, as we tend to do, but a lot of construction right now on Queen Street, the centre of the road, making it currently inaccessible for cars, actually. Um, what changes are being made to the main block of the city centre right now? 
Uh, well, Queen Street to Waihorotu, the project which is expanding the, the paths, the, um, that's really coming along and you know, every week it's expanding and changing and just looking amazing. Um, so the curves have, have been extended outwards and providing all of that pedestrian space and also the changes for driving. So it's had some quite difficult teething issues with um, drivers understanding the new essential vehicle area, but new signage has gone in and it's much more clearer now about who can drive um, through Queen Street and where the drop-off areas are. And and just that, you know, it's, it's changing. That The days of cruising down Queen Street are over. You know, we want people to come into the city centre and treat it like a destination rather than a cruising zone. Yeah, and one final note on the St James Theatre, which there has, of course, been a lot of conversation about right now, about getting it revitalised and getting a mid-tier concert venue back into the city centre. Is the council been taking in the notes that Chloe Swarbrick and plenty of other people have been pushing to get this theatre revitalised? Yeah, well, well, council's come to the party. We've got $15 million in the budget towards the restoration, and where Chloe's been doing an amazing job is pushing government to to um, match that, at least, and so I think that's looking promising. But, um, you know, I think council's we've, we've doing everything we can to support the project and really want to see the restoration because it's, it's just going to be a, a fabulous addition to Midtown. That was City Councillor Pippa Coombe chatting about the White Lady food truck and revitalisations to the Auckland City Centre. Have you tried mindfulness? Try mindfulness. City Councilling on 95BFM. We 